Hey everybody, welcome to Insufferable Bastards. My name is Carlos Danger for the purpose of this broadcast, and I'm joined by my co-host, Mr. Brian Spears. Hello, Brian. Hello, hello. So I've been out pretty much all week from my regular job at the, the Valley Indy. I've been sick as a dog. I only say that because I'm going to cough, so I apologize in advance for the way I sound, which is, you know, even more nasally than usual. I just want to throw that out there. So both of us, Brian and I, just watched separately Prey, a movie that was just released to Hulu less than 24 hours ago, or maybe at this point 24 hours ago. We're recording this on Saturday, August 6th at 9.30 in the morning. So, of course, it's a prequel to uh, whatchamacallit, Predator, which came out in 1987. John McTiernan, actioner, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, Carl Weathers, Jesse Ventura, Shane Black, Bill Duke. Who am I forgetting? Anybody? Oh, uh, Sonny, the uh, the Indian. Oh, yeah. What was his name? I think it's Native American. Why are you going to get me yeah. in trouble? We're talking about All this right, Comanche movie. Well, isn't that what they called him in the canceled? movie? I don't oh, know. No, that I was in remember. 48 hours. I'm sorry. That's why I'm not totally. trying to be. Come on, that guy. That guy's in it too. But anyway, it's directed. Prey is directed by the guy named Dan Trackenberg. I'm I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing his name. And he's best known for directing, I'd say, Ten Cloverfield Lane. Brian. Oh, okay. All right. All right. And that's that's one. I remember we talked about it with our the, the guy who launched this podcast with us, Joe Greenberg, who's a screenwriter. And if memory serves, like 10 Cloverfield Lane wasn't a Cloverfield movie. They just kind no, of. They just kind of tied it into that. They were doing that for a while. They did another movie like that, too. And that they were talking about Netflix. They would yeah. take a movie and be like, all right, how can we get people to watch this? And 10 Cloverfield Lane was like their first big one, right? Because didn't it premiere like after the Super Bowl or an ad went up after a Super Bowl? And yes. Basically, they took a script and just stamped Cloverfield on it. And that was that. I'm not a big fan of that movie, but a lot of people love it. I just remember John Goodman being good. That's like, uh, you know, where Which he always is. He's, he always is. Yes. So this guy, Dan Trackenberg, doesn't have a long list of directing credits. He's directed like single episodes of Black Mirror and the boys, according to my correct research done on IMDb. Know. And again, I apologize. I got a chest cold, so I'm having trouble uh, breathing. But anyway, I uh, think he's a guy we'll be seeing a lot more of based on having watched Prey because at its core, it takes a tired old franchise and injects some new life into it, which is rare. I think that's a, a, really an impossible thing to do. So it's quite a feat. Shows he's a talented, creative dude. I'll say that right off the bat. I'll also say Brian's giving me a, a, a he's raising one eyebrow. Prey to what I saw, it, what, I, what it reminded me of in a way, Prey is to the Predator franchise with that Zack Snyder, James Gunn, Dawn of the Dead. Dawn movie, of the Dead. What that was to, to the Dawn of the Dead franchise uh by the way just to wrap this up trackenberg also co-directed i'm sorry co is co-credited with prey's story along with patrick eisen a-i-s-o-n i don't know if i'm saying that right eisen is also credited with writing the movie he is also a relatively new guy and i seem like this was his biggest project to Date. So were you going to distract you going to say something right off the bat you disagree with me about no that? no i i actually think uh I mean, it's a franchise that uh, I think, I mean, I love the first Predator. I mean, yes, to me, the only, but again, I've never, besides those alien Predators, I never hated any of them. I love, like, Predators is a horrible movie, but I can watch that all the time, just in the background when I'm working in the shop. Is that it's, the Shane Black one? No, no, that's The oh. Predator, which 
I had high hopes for and was severely disappointed. And what I liked about this movie, which I'm sure we'll go more into, was that it just popped that up. And like, I didn't really care. It just popped like being on Hulu, like helped it out for me. Oh. Um, I didn't really follow much of the, oh, there's a new predator coming out. There's a new predator coming oh, out. See, like I, I, had a, I had a different experience because this was this has been all over Twitter for at least sure. six months. I mean, I've heard about it. I actually worked with the company that made the predator. So I've, you know, they had their sweatshirts and everything like so I knew about the movie. It's just I guess I was hyped more for the the last the predator. Because I thought that was going to be the Dirty Dozen versus, uh, yeah, the Predator. Yeah, it's it for for a movie this late in the franchise life to to make a good movie, and I think it's a good movie. Yes, it, it is 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 quite shocking uh, to be honest. Personally, I like Predator in nineteen eighty seven. Oh, I mean, I I watched it recently with my son. I'm not sure it holds up as uh, well as I remember. You know, I I think like RoboCop. I used to think Predator was was edged out RoboCop. Now I'm over a RoboCop guy. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. I I hated all the sequels. <clears throat> I don't okay. I don't understand. I why hated keep... Predator Predator too. I hated that movie, and everyone seems to love that movie. I was I never got that movie. Well, it's like Ugh. I don't know. Sometimes I feel you can. It's like at some point Hollywood realize you can make a franchise out of anything because they'll be yeah. people and, and that's i don't know who is out there waiting for these predator movies but apparently they exist i mean i thought the first one was fine standalone i thought every movie after that was an abject failure part of which and i saw this somewhere in an article or a video i don't remember which so i can't give proper credit but somebody argued that the genius of the first predator is that it's it's sort of a horror film you know you don't see the predator uh, until very late, you know, it builds the the suspense. the The movie establishes these guys as basically live action GI Joes, right? It's every everything. Everybody yep. who ever had a GI Joe toy in the in the eighties loves Predator because it's your GI Joe toys come to life, and then this alien guy comes and, and picks them off one by one. This this argument, wherever I saw it, argued that the rest of the movies that's gone. It becomes like comedy, and then it becomes it just goes into like the Predator culture, and it's all just stupid, which I agree. Anyway, so I thought let's first talk about the positives of Prey, which I'm going to call Predator by accident again and again. I apologize. But uh, the plot, you know, generally speaking, right, a Predator arrives on Earth, starts hunting, kills stuff. That's every Predator movie. That, yeah. Those are the ingredients of a Predator movie. That's it. But the brilliance in this movie to me is that it grounds that familiar story in a sense of reality, it's set in the Comanche tribe of 300 years ago, which has been widely reported all over the internet. It focuses on a few Comanches, notably Naru, and I'm saying that wrong, who's the movie's main protagonist, and her brother Tab, a hunter-warrior who becomes the tribe's war chief, right? Those are the sort of two main characters of this yes. thing. But, I mean, the main character is Naru, who's a female gatherer, who wants to be a hunter? Who wants to be a hunter? Yes. Right. Yes. First of all, the movie starts out with a with a total nod to every western ever made. It, you get that searcher's shot. She's coming out of the lean to TP, and you get the wide shot of what's in front of her, which has been in every western ever made, starting with John Ford's The Searchers back in the day with John Wayne. Yeah, but she's kind of like this whiz. I thought it was going to be like, okay, they're not going to like challenge the fact that uh, you couldn't really. I, I don't know much about Comanche culture, but. I assumed, you know, it wasn't like women were equal back in those days. And very quickly, they're like, no, that's not what this movie is. She's sort of yeah. kept down yes. by everybody in the tribe who just wants her to chill, play the traditional role, including her older brother, Tob. 
uh, or Tabe. But this isn't a thing where like the older brother is set up as the bad guy who's just no. running around yelping and, and putting her in her place every five minutes and threatening her with violence, which I feel like that's been every uh, native, whether there's ever there's a movie with Native Americans going back like the last 30 years, that's sort of the uh, the role, right? But the older brother, they have more of a, a real relationship there. You know, he, he clearly like loves his, his little sister. So that relationship yes. feels authentic. And this is all that works about this movie that makes it different. Uh, and the interaction with the rest of the tribe, you know, you get a sense of, uh, of like who these people are, how they live, what their culture is to a certain extent, which is very surprising for just a random predator movie. This is all stuff that makes the movie better than it should be. The movie's producers and writers and everybody, according to all reports, and this has been widely reported because this is the way they're sort of pitching this movie to the public. They did a ton of research about Comanche Nation. Comanche Nation itself has endorsed this movie. Okay. Uh, and, and it shows. I mean, that level of authenticity, uh, as much as you can in a movie about a space alien who comes to Earth to kill people, uh, it, it, it makes the movie better. Well, also what this does is it doesn't overcomplicate. It keeps it relatively simple. Um, one of my positives for this movie, and I don't know if you'll talk about it, but, and again, it was its uh, attention to detail with the whole culture, but I like that they just spoke English. It made it eat more accessible for me. Like I was afraid when I first heard this, you know, it'd be a Mel Gibson you know, apocalypto. Well, that exists. Gonna... They recorded they recorded dialogue in two ways. There wow. is a full Comanche version of this, which is also available on Hulu. That's interesting you say that because I I was kind of like I would have accepted it if it was done in Comanche. I, I would have too, but I think it makes it would have been a, it would have been slightly more immersive for me. I think it was just more accessible. Like I just think like you freaking again, gringo. Well, I mean, it's that I don't want to read subtitles when I'm watching. I want to see. I want to, you know, experience it not having to watch it twice. And yes, I'm, I'm a stupid American that hates my subtitles. So I admit that. I admit that. But I thought at first I thought that would really bug me because I thought it would be like a cheesy thing that they were doing. But again, it, it just worked. And again, I love that your 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 positive. Your first positive is that it's in English. Well, I'm I was really worried like I was going to be. Oh, I'm going to have to read subtitles and then watch a predator kill people. Like, I just thought it was going to be too much. And I was really drawn into it yeah what point I, where maybe i wouldn't have i i could have dealt with uh some of the the subtitles but i just think it made it more accessible what i love about it like you know you remember the movie jaws and i'm saying i love it i'm gonna tell you right now overall i'm a little lukewarm on this movie for reasons i'll get into when we go into the negatives as much as i'm singing its praises right now I, I got to tell you, overall, I'm lukewarm. This I don't think this is a movie I'll go back and revisit and watch again. No. But in Jaws, right? That's probably the the ultimate. That's like the perfect action movie. Because mm -hmm. uh, we care about those three guys by the time they get on that boat during the final shark attack. Because we had a sense of who they were. So it elevated the suspense. It elevated the story. elevated the movie. There's part of that. That's what they've done to this tired, old, crappy Predator franchise. They gave you characters two and like i said it just basically focuses on two characters mm -hmm. who you care about and that's what makes prey work in a way like i said that no other predator sequel has worked is it the best predator since the original yeah but to me that's but, not saying much and i love that that's what's going around the internet right the best now. predator movie since the first one okay have you seen those 
Come on. Yeah. So that I do have a an issue with that, that everyone is right now on the Internet and Facebook. And I'm sure Twitter, if I was on saying, whoa, this movie is great. I just think it's like, oh, yeah. Funny. I mean, the, the initial the initial previews, who, however, people got selected to see sneak previews of this thing as part of the marketing plan. The Twitterverse, at least ours, was like I've heard Masterpiece. A bunch oh, of times. See, no, it's not. But every, everything's a masterpiece now. The, you know, if you see it early and you feel special, you call it a masterpiece. You know, it's the last Spider-Man movie is allegedly a masterpiece. I finally watched it. Movie's not a masterpiece. This is not a masterpiece. But so far, it's got a ninety-three from critics. Wait, what did it, you just say that was a masterpiece? I just you, the you last the last Spider-Man movie was oh, allegedly oh, yeah, a masterpiece. Yeah, you know, the okay, three yeah, whatever yeah, it's yeah, called: yeah, Spider-Man, yeah, Far yeah, From yeah, Home, yeah. Away From Home, Can't Get Home. Yeah, they're in the house home. I don't know. Maybe we'll review that uh, next because eventually I would like to uh, talk to you about that. Not uh, on this episode. Yes. Yeah, I All hear right. You. So Prey's got a 93 from critics, 83 from the audience, which is sort of interesting. That's in less than 24 hours on that stupid Rotten Tomatoes garbage website. A Rolling Stone review by this guy, David Fear, is getting a lot of play online. Uh, the headline says Masterpiece, and that's been going around on Twitter. But actually, he's a little more nuanced, and I'm going to just read this long paragraph. Prey, director Dan Trackenberg's Trachtenberg's, I don't know how to say his name, addition to the Prediverse isn't just an intriguing expansion of the series or a cool intellectual property detour. It's something close to a B-movie masterpiece. Something close, he says. A survivalist thriller slash proto-western slash final girl horror flick. That's a brilliant description. That, like both its iconic alien and its indigenous Ripley 2.0 heroine, is extremely good at what it sets out to do. No disrespect to those who have soft spots for 2010's Predators or Shane Black's giddy 2018 hit refresh entry, The Predator. Both have their brutal live wire charms. It's simply that this prequel manages to capture the spirit of that Schwarzenegger original while completely rejiggering and deepening the most dangerous game notion at the center of it all. It it instantly establishes itself as a series highlight. So high praise from that writer. Well written. Uh, I'll just close my positives by saying the performances are good. You know, it's anchored by Amber Mid-Thunder as Naru. She is great. Dakota Beavers plays her brother. They're great. It works. The screenplay, I liked how the story is basically she's playing detective at first, trying to warn others that, uh, you know, she's going through picking up different uh, trails and different clues that a hey, basically, hey, I, I don't think this is a bear we're hunting. This is more than a lion. You know, that's effective. And and, it, and also yeah, it ahead. establishes that she, because she is a woman, a girl, uh, they don't they don't necessarily listen to her. You know what I mean? Right, so yeah, she's the smartest get person away. on there. Yeah, and she keeps has to. Yeah, and that's what made it like good for me because I was like, oh, all right, a girl fighting the predator. You know, I'm, I was again don't want to get us canceled, but I was like, ah, oh, how's this gonna work? You thought this was uh, like Hollywood pandering? Yes. Trendy, that's kind of what I was trendy, worried about, yeah. you know, but it really did work for me. And she's persistent and, and you know, it's basically uh, she's kind of a, the, the leader because she's the one. Yeah. Hey, what, what's going on here? Um, yeah. And we should say I should have said this right off the bat. Spoiler alerts, because now we're going to get into some of the negatives yeah. of the movie. I don't think we've had any major spoilers so far, but there might be some. If you haven't watched the movie, you might. Uh, not want to to continue listening or come back after you watch the movie. Uh, we're going to talk about some of the negatives now, if you're ready, Brian. Yeah. All right. So my first negative, my major flaw with this movie is that it spends 49 minutes 
establishing the relationships of the Comanches, right? We're in there with that tribe, seeing how they live their life, particularly with the main character and her brother. At the same time, there's parallel action happening where the predator has landed and he's sort of on earth to challenge any predator he comes across. Presumably yeah. this is his first time on earth or, or the predator, any predator species first time on earth. I don't know. But so like he encounters a snake, he fights a wolf, he fights a bear. Yeah, I, bear. It's a little ridiculous. I mean, I'm, I, I, you know, suspension and disbelief. You're kind of like, what? And At least I little, was. And that there's a lot of CG added there. Bear and CGI. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yeah, I have that too. I okay. Mean, All right. Yeah. But then then we'll he, get so, to it. So he, he, you know, he finally encounters the humans, right? The Comanches, right? That's we know. Which, you know, walking in. Okay, we know what this movie is. We can see the poster. It's Predator versus Native Americans, right? That 300 years ago. That's the movie. So when the Predator first encounters them, and I don't think this is a spoiler, but of course he tears right through them, right? Because it's a Predator movie. Yeah. We know the first uh, interaction is going to, he's going to be winning and winning and winning a lot. And we know that because we've all watched Aliens or Halloween H2O. They all have that. But then the movie, first of all, it takes 49 minutes for him to encounter a human. Yes. It's 49 minutes before the Predator gets down to business, which I don't know about that. Because right after that, he encounters some of the uh, Comanches were introduced suddenly to a group of French trappers, like a, a decent amount of them, too. I mean, I, it was hard to tell how many there were exactly. A huge amount of them. It was a... And they're it red like, shirts. It seemed like a hundred of them. Yeah, at, at first it seemed like there was five of them, but then like they yeah. do battle with the predator, and there seems like they, oh, but this is an army. This is an invasion, I, I guess. But you know, we know. Uh, here's the thing. All right, so forty nine minutes we spend with the Comanches and, the, and their family. This girl, her brother. I was of the expectation. Maybe this is on me. I thought this movie was going to be about the predator being a threat to this Comanche community that the movie has done such a painstaking job of introducing. No, no. the predator is never a direct threat to the overall community. Instead, the community itself is not really in any danger. The French are introduced as bad guys. They capture Nauru and her brother. They torture the brother a little. They yell and grunt and drool and stick their tongues out and basically pick. They're basically out of Monty Python and the Holy Grail. That's the yeah. depiction of the French yeah. in this. And they have, you know, they're pigs. They uh, they they have guns, right? That that we established that right away. And of course, the predator cuts through them in in a few action set pieces. Which it I reminded me of that scene in the latest. Uh chainsaw movie the bus scene oh yeah good point you know what yes. i mean like it's just i i because here's the thing i wouldn't have minded some of those that french storyline if it was introduced early like that's what the the comanches yep. are fighting and that was more of a threat and you didn't know what was happening but the, the way they just walk in i'm like wait is this pirates of the caribbean and like and just, the, the only reason they're there is to die Yes. This is where yes. I think the movie pulls its punches. It goes from, it, it, this holds it back from being a great movie. One that where people are going to die and you're going to feel it, right? You're, it's going to up the suspense. It's going to be like the end of Jaws. That's why we all love the end of Jaws. So the French, in my opinion, are simply introduced as grist for the mill. Yep. They exist to satisfy the audience's bloodlust. We get to see the predator do a bunch of cool kills some of which are darkly humorous. It's sort of, like you said, it turns into a slasher movie at that yeah. point. It's an 80s Friday the 13th. 
it's like they need to give these they need to stop giving these franchise hero uh characters these predators these jasons freddies now they give them all of this like let's just do a 10 minute scene where they kill everything in the room and that's not what made the movies so much cooler like and that's what the sequels were all about was the kill counts right and not only and does he like, kill you know, everybody in the room we don't care about these characters no, imagine no. if he had went if the predator went and attacked uh the, the tribe in there where they're living how much more invested we would have been in what was happening on screen. So my issue here is that instead of the predator going after the community where there are warriors who can challenge him, right? Because the whole thing we, that's established in this movie, the predator's not going to mess with you unless he perceives you as a threat. We get to see him a bunch. We get to see him kill a bunch of people. We want to die. Yeah, that's boring. Yes, we enjoy the killing. No, that doesn't really. That's not suspense. Okay, if you want to be a fanboy and be like, "Oh, I love the predator," he finally gets to do some kills. Oh, look at those balls! Like, it's like Phantasm. It becomes a little like Phantasm with the actual kills, with the devices he uses. Also, that that was the other thing. It was the devices. So many of them. When he's that brutal, that invisible, did he really need all of these weird technology things against these? idiots like they were you well know, yeah they're and, Mon- monty python like like it, you said monty python they are literally like they just walk around muttering things right and then they see like weird things that happen it's it, it it was a little over the top yeah and i was a little confused like is the okay so the predator here looks a little prehistoric i guess it's 300 years old i was a little confused he's prehistoric why isn't he wearing it? Uh, well, this is a well, spoiler. He's not wearing his traditional uh, helmet, right? So I was thinking, okay, so he's not quite as advanced as, the, and this is geek stuff, but all right, so he's not as advanced technologically as the Predators we've seen in all the movies before this, but like he still has a lot of like high-tech things that don't exist, and but he steps on it. He can step on, he steps on a metal trap. Like he makes these like, yeah. I don't know. It was, Stupid mistakes. Yeah. Right. Just to keep the movie going. I mean, also, also, and this is, this is really nitpicking, but there's some of that with the human characters too. The main character steps in a trap that I would assume break her ankle. And then we see her and she's walking fine. And then well, in the next scene, she's tending to her wound. It's like, whoa. Yeah. There I are didn't some issues like that in this movie. I, there are some, I did, especially because you, you, they open the movie with a dog and that a uh, dog goes into a trap and you were like, Oh, you know, you like oh, you yeah, feel dog, the pain yeah. of a dog. And then, you know, of course, it happens to our main character. But again, she seems to get out of that. Here's my other issue. And this has been always my issue with Predators. It's like they make the Predator like still that first Predator is still the greatest Predator ever because it's the first time we ever saw it. Yeah. I always feel every Predator that comes afterwards, it's to sell a statue. It's to sell a toy. Oh, a new bunch of toys. Yeah. you, You know, and I get like diamond select they'll make a statue of it they'll make whatever a collectible out of it it'll look awesome but i just never i don't know i i don't like they give the too much character to the predator do you know what i mean yeah i i did feel myself and maybe just an old man i i was surprised to see him look so different and i found that a little annoying and and the mask which is more of a the mask prehistoric mask like, would they even have the mask back then? I don't know. I was, Why couldn't it just been as regular the face? That confused me. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, his head is even shaped differently. Well, the also, mask thing confused me because it's the, the mask looks like 
I thought he had just picked up the mask on Earth and made it. Like as a I trophy. thought he went to a Guillermo del Toro movie and found something from a Guillermo del Toro. It does movie. look like that, but the mask is also high tech. It looks ancient, but it is also high tech. Yeah. But anyway, so I, I just thought like the thing with the French, it, it kind of it threw me for a loop. It played against my expectations, and I just thought it was a, a missed opportunity uh, to have the 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 Comanche tribe be so isolated. But, I mean, it recovers in the third act, and I never know what a first act and second act and third act is in a movie. But uh, the third act is when it finally, like, you know, the brother and sister have to encounter the alien, and then it goes from there. Uh, and it's, you know, I mean, you know, it, it's a predator movie. It's not like, you know, you, you, you know what's going to happen most of the It's mostly well, effective. And, and I will say, like you said earlier, I found the CGI blood in this movie just horribly it, it was like cgi was being used when it didn't did you have to do all that cgi it well, was like it, it, it's cartoonish here's the other thing it, it's such a like a small movie i'm like all right i could see how they filmed this you know what i mean like it's it's contained but then it's like you, you did you, you didn't show the predator too early but you showed other things that like listen that bear was horrible like that bear was distracting to me yeah. And then the predator fights a bear, which, you know, it seemed like the the bear gave him more of a hard time than the French, than the Comanches. Like, and it just was, I don't know. It There's took a lot me of, out the, of it. The whole, the whole animal fighting thing, even that. Yeah, I do agree with you with the CGI because it kind of looked like suddenly you're watching that John Favreau remake of yes, whatever Disney yes, movie. Yes, yes, and it yes, kind of yes, works in that context. I'm kind of like, yeah, but here suddenly you're, you're, you're dealing with a clearly cartoon bear. And, and, and the whole concept, the, what what were on what world are animals that like these animals were like ready to fight? Like they're not like when they run away. I mean, come on. And it was like they're like they UFC didn't fighters. Show the predator, so they would just show blood splatter, and it didn't make any sense. You know, like there was a scene where they're running through a field, and a and a and a character gets you know his demise, and it's just a really long shot, and it's just blood I, goes everywhere. It, it's just everywhere yeah. in a field. <laughs> That, and I'm talking, this would be a drone shot. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I know, I know even... the scene, yeah. I did find myself in some of the key scenes where, like, the Predator is about to do damage to a human. I had to rewind it. I mean, that's the beauty of it being on Hulu. I was like, yeah. wait, what just happened? I found, I did that two or three times. Like, wait, how did he chop that guy's head off? Why does it look like he's 13 feet away? And that scene, yeah, they're running. There's this overhead shot through whatever they're running through, the planes, and the guy just, like, disappears in, in a poof of what looks like... I don't know. MS paint dust. Yeah. And quicksand. There's a lot of quicksand. Maybe. Yeah. Hey, quicksand is making a comeback. Apparently it's like the seventies are all coming back, man. Cause that was in every TV I, show. Like yeah. I would go into quicksand. I saw some tweet. Maybe it was this guy was like growing up. Like I thought quicksand, I was definitely going to die of, of, of by, from falling into quicksand, judging by how much I saw it on movies and TV, and this has, Quicksand plays a major, major part, which is kind of like, whatever. And then my last critique of the movie was, all right, so it, they established that Predator is like this alpha hunter, and he only wants to take on, he wants to find who's the alpha hunter in these grounds so I could defeat them and get a trophy for my wife and kids back home on Predator Planet or whatever. But it seems like the only thing you have to do to avoid the Predator is just not fight him. <laughs> Can't you just lay down in a fetal position and be like, right, we're good, but I'm not a, I didn't get that. Well, that was my other thing. Like when they were, uh, our, our, our main lead, our main cast member, when she gets attacked by her own people, 
Like, I'm like, the predator is watching that. Why would he think that she's the threat? Or, or, or he doesn't, right? Because doesn't he no, encounter well, that he after does, that? He does. No, but he, enc- like, still, then he still chases her. It is a little, yeah, it, I did find, like, a little, okay, he, why didn't he kill her there? He could have killed, wait, he's picking or, up this bear. He doesn't see her right in front of her. He, hey, what are you? I'm, I'm killing this bear. And he's right at her feet, and somehow the predator misses her. But again, she runs like, away. And then, but she seemed to be the, I'm not saying she was the weakest of the group, but at a certain point, it's like he could have saved her. That could have been a different version of this. Like, it seemed like some of those. Oh, times. I'm glad it didn't go that way because I thought I thought well, no, he was no, no. going to save her I, a couple I of times so there. Too. I thought so, too. I'm not arguing that. But what I'm saying is it just seemed that she at times, if he's supposed to kill the the strongest, there were scenes where she did not appear that strong. Hmm. And he let like and he's still chasing after her. That's yeah, like I, yeah, yeah. That. There is, yeah, and like the French pull up, he's right next to her, and he just yeah. lets them pull up, and he's yeah. just kind of like, all right, I'll, I'll be back later. Just to like, yeah, yeah. There are. It was a little distracting. And again, I, I'm, I'm, it, it, it would have been worse the other way, but at least like in the original Predator, you knew Schwarzenegger was the guy who was going to fight the whole time. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it was. You could, you, you understood the, the. Uh, I'm here to battle the strongest man. And I'm not and again, I'm not saying that she wasn't a strong woman. What I'm saying is there was definite times that like like he either could have killed her right then and there. I mean, I don't understand how he didn't get her when they were that close running through a field. Like it was just like, what? Now she's in the woods? Like it yeah. just there was yeah. definitely some of those scenes in here that like if you watch it again, I think you could pick apart this movie way more. Yeah. But I probably won't watch it again. But again, I think the highlight for me was, hey, it's on Hulu. I can watch a Predator movie. I'm kind of like bored with things I'm watching and I can't find anything really good. And like the whole thing is with all the insane news coming out this week about HBO Max essentially being gutted by whoever this new dude is. And it's going to become part of the I mean, it it, as much as I complain about movies and, and I'll picking apart this one and i'm sure there's got to be one or two listeners who think i'm a jerk for being this critical of of prey and not just sitting back and enjoying the movie and saying it's a you know it's a good movie but i like that the movie exists yes i like that we've been in this golden age of streaming i have liked personally that movies have been released quicker in order for me to to access them in my home, because I don't go to the theaters that much for I'm a bunch right of there reasons. With you. Right there with you. But to see now, well, it didn't. I guess it didn't make them the money they needed to they needed it to make to shelve that ninety million dollar Batgirl movie where none of us can ever see it to take existing movies from a platform uh, and, and just make them disappear because we don't have physical copies of a bunch yeah. of these movies. That is just so sad to me. And according to all reports, perhaps they'll be proven wrong. It seems we're going to be thrown a lot of home improvement shows instead of original movies. And that, yeah. that is just, it makes me, I, there's no joy in that. So as much as I complain about Marvel movies not being original, as much as I don't like superhero movies as a personal thing, I mean, I'm not happy about the fate of Batgirl, it, it, I find it all depressing. And I say all that because as much as I'm bashing Prey, I do support its existence, you know? Oh, and yeah. I, I hope, I, I want to see this continuing. 
There are too many streaming services. I guess we shouldn't be surprised that there's been a bloodletting starting. But at the same time, like, please, like, there's got to be a way to, to support this. Hey, don't make I, it don't make it all reality shows, please, for the love of God. Well, no, yeah, that's and that's the other problem. I just uh, I signed up because I, I needed something to watch and I signed up for a seven day trial for Paramount. Yes. So I burned through everything I could in one in two days on Paramount, which wasn't that hard to do. I watched the offer. I saw the new scream. Ooh. I actually watched the old, the original scream with my son and daughter. My nephew really wants to see that, but unfortunately, he watched the uh, the this new one, which I was like, ah, oh, that might have spoiled everything for you. But he he just turned around. And he goes, "This movie was horrible." Yeah. Um. Yeah. I was. We we do a segment or we've done one episode called movies that don't hold up. I, I think scream could be added. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've never been a huge fan of that movie where so many people say that's a movie that like got them into horror. I don't get that statement. I respect it, but I don't get it. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. We should definitely talk about that on a future episode. Cause I, but, I was kind of like, wow, this is not what I remember. But first time like, I had seen it since it was in the theater where, Prey like made me feel good about like, all right, I can watch a new movie. I, I was really happy about that. Like, mm -hmm. cause I noticed it yesterday. I just had so much work to do. And I was like, I am going to watch this movie. Like, I'm very excited. I also got really excited and you know, I didn't do my research, but there's that Brian Cranston Annette Benning movie on Paramount. Oh, about the lottery. The I didn't lottery. watch that. Yeah. It's, it's Mayberry, man. I don't know. Maybe just cause you brought up news and you brought up streaming sir. It was the perfect movie to sit around after dinner and just watch. I'm not saying it's a great movie, but it was so much fun or or so much like just America. I don't know. Like oh, it's an America that. that doesn't exist. It's something you know called I mean? it's it's like it's like Fran and Bobby go big or something like that. We don't even have the yeah, title. So. Yeah, like it's uh, right. Maud is in it, I think, or you know, like the name Maud or something. Um but yeah, I, I would recommend that just to get away from superheroes and just be like, oh, things are nice. It's a very nice movie, which I don't think exists anymore. But it was a very Andy, you know, in Mayberry type movie, which I thought like, all right, after all what I've been watching and what I read in the news, like, hey, this was a nice refresher. All right. So I guess the last thing we oh, should do is let's. And then one more uh -huh. thing. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. It's just. I don't know this band at all, but it's on Shudder. I don't know. I couldn't pick out a song from Gore. There's a documentary on Gore on Shudder that is totally fun. And uh, I've heard about it. Yeah, it's it's I, a lot of fun it's and good. it's really good. Again, I know I can't say anything about the band because I don't know anything other than that. They were like art students that I knew and like creatively. I just couldn't pick out a song. But the documentary gives them a lot more depth, and I thought that was really enjoyable. I got to check that out. All right, so now concluding with Prey, I'm clearly we're going to hear from this writer director again. Yeah, this guy. This this is uh, definitely like a career break for him because it's been everyone's pretty much loving this movie. Out of four stars, four being the highest, how many stars would you give it? Oh wow. I want to say three, but I'd probably say, you know, if I watched it again, I would say 2.5. I'm going to go two. I'm going to go two out of four stars. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to score it fair. In my mind, one is poor, two is fair, three is good, four is excellent. So that's it. That's our. Those are our thoughts on the film Prey. 
And I guess for uh, Mr. Brian Spears, this is Carlos Danger for the purposes of this broadcast. And we'll see you next week. Later. Music playing. <laughs>